the Wingy Gaming Podcast episode. What well, th- this is a special one. So the end of the season was episode ten, but we're on episode eleven here, season finale. We have a special guest. All the guests are special, but we have a a, a, a um infamous guest within the Crumbside community. Um, he he keeps it real. Uh, he kept it real in the interview, as expected. And uh, we have hard eight times, the hard eight times. It's me, hard eight times. We have the truth of YouTube. Uh, so I just can't wait to for, for you guys to listen. We go into everything, the you know life behind bars. We extend upon that. Uh, I tried to delve into his feelings a little bit more when he served time. The YouTube beefs. Him as a person, life, how he feels about life, games, gaming, the dramas, just everything. It's a real, in my opinion, really good interview. And I am um, glad he came through. I'm, I'm just glad he came through, man, because I know that he's not always that willing to do interviews, as he's expressed. But he came through and really did open up. So props to him. Last episode, we had the first lady of the Wingy Gaming podcast. Gabby, a.k.a. Gabmu. Couple of comments. I had no idea the sort of obstacles one faces with that condition. That was Wolf Flow because Gabby, in that one, she's talking about mental health. We're talking about uh, like feminism and the issues that she has with regards to her condition. Uh, BPD, Borderline Personality Disorder. And we talk gaming, but you know how we do. We go into all sorts of subjects. Uh, this is a really good... Sorry, this is really good. Thank you both. That's from Zenbloke. Go and check that one out. Uh, that one is up there. And uh, she was a great interview, Gabby. A really good interview. Right. Hard eight times. You ready? Let's do it. Right. Hard eight, tell me if I've got this right. You are born in Northeast Philly, am I right? Uh, North Philly. North Philly, North Philly. Okay, okay. Now, tell me what is going through, if you can remember, what's going through the mind of a young hard eight before you was like 13, 14, when things started to happen. So what's going through your mind? What was life like? Uh, You know, video games. (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? Video games, toys, shit like that. You know, normal kid shit. I think when I was listening to um, Life Behind Bars, what I was interested in was that that transition because when you started off with when you started off with that, people who don't know Life Behind Bars is a series that Hardate's done of the time he went to jail. Yeah, I, I'm thinking what what was that transition? Because you sort of started around the age of 13 and 14. Where was your parents in this? What, what, what was going on with your parents? Were they about what was what, what, um, what was going on? Well, you know, my parents was was around. You know, I was living with my parents, of course. My mother and father was, uh, they were still together at that time. Um, But the reason, well, with trans, well, how did I make it to like, you know, doing like criminal street? Yeah. It was just, uh, I I just couldn't get what I want, man. You know, I had, my parents was kind of cheap, man. They were, you know. While all my friends had, you know, Super Nintendos and Sega Genesis and shit like that, Triple Fat Goose and 
Jordans and, you know, eight ball jackets, things like that, man. You know, my parents was, was old school, cheap. You know what I mean? They didn't believe yeah. in spending that type of money on them things, man. So, you know, after a while, it gets kind of frustrating, man. You know, you see all your friends with these cool things and, and, and here you are with, with bullshit. So um, I had to go out and get it myself pretty much. That that was pretty much the, the driving force. You know what I mean? It's an interesting thing, right? Because when I'm like, I, I listened to some of it way back when you done it like ages ago, but obviously yeah. I, I listened to like the whole thing over the course of like, over the course of like two days, like my wife was like, what's going on there? Who's this? Who's this? And eventually even she was getting into it. Do you know what I mean? The way that you draw the story in. Right. And what, what I was thinking, what, what interests me is like, it, it's kind of like, because of the way you convey the, uh, convey the story and because of how sharp you are, like with the wit when you're making people laugh and that, you, you, you switched on. So I'm thinking why, like some of the things you were doing, like you, you, you know, you caused some, you committed some big crimes just <laughs> to look fly. Try and explain that to me. Why was that important? Why didn't somebody who's sharp, no offense, but think I don't need to do that just to look good. Let, let, let me try and understand what, what was going through your mind. As far as what, as, what as in, hold on, yeah, we're live right now. I mean, you're recording right now? Yeah, we're recording, we're recording, yeah. Oh, what happened to the intros? I would not do intros, man. We just flow into it, brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all, right. all right. But yeah, what so what do you mean exactly as far I'm like, as okay, what 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 I'm asking is what why was that so important to look to, to, as far to as the way you dress and yeah, to impress others to make you commit oh. a major crime. Oh well, um, you know, that's what the girls like. You know, uh if it wasn't for the girls, I wouldn't care about none of that shit. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, it, yeah. yeah, that's what that's I mean, when you're in school and stuff like that, it's all about, you know, who got the, the fly clothes and shit like that. So all of that becomes important. And then, you know, you're young minded. You don't really, you know, know too much. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you just have a different way of thinking like that type of shit is important. You know, it ain't important now or it, it, it was never important. But, you know, your thought process at that time is just way different. You know what I mean? I guess it's not fully matured, you know? So, yeah, um... I understand, yeah, yeah. You want the pretty girls, them them clothes, man. You know, sparks a, sparks a, a bitch's interest. <laughs> you dig? Yeah, so. it, it's funny because, like, I think several times when you was doing the um, uh, Life Behind Bars series, you you spoke and said, people have to remember, that's not me now. So when, when people listen to it fresh, because I read the comments, there's people that are still listening to it from a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. People are like, oh, that's how he's thinking now. But you was like 13, 14 when that all happened, wasn't it? So it's a, it's almost like it was like a different world now. Or do you still have that mentality a little bit? Uh, no, not, 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 no. The mentality, <laughs> okay. I, had, the mentality I had at that time was completely uh, out of control. Um, you know, I fed off. The shit was fun to me. You know what right. I mean? I had yeah. fun. I look forward to creating chaos every fucking day. You know what I mean? It was like, we had a good one. We was out robbing people and shit like that. It was like fun, exciting. It was like a rush. It was like a drug, you know? So, uh, I look back now, you know, at, I look at where I'm at now and my thought process now, thought process now. And I look back and I'm just, some of the things I used to do, I just can't believe I used to do it. Like, it's just crazy. It's you know like I mean? there's one part I was listening to, and you said something like, 
yeah, so we jack. I can't remember whether it was a Lexus, but we jacked this Lexus, got the guy out of the car, then we drove off, and I'm like, you just said that as if it was nothing. You didn't think, oh my god, we're about to jack this Lexus. You were so in the flow of it. Those sort of crimes, they were, they didn't even. It wasn't even a big thing, really. You, you, it was part of your life at that time. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. It was just that was just regular shit, normal. Wow, it's fascinating yeah. for a nerd like me. It's like <laughs> fucking, fucking hell. He's like doing this shit. I think the thing which which hit hit me the hardest and you did uh, express remorse for it is like, it's kind of like the whole, the, the, the first situation. So explain to people what happened. So the first thing which actually, because you said when when you was 14, that's when you started getting into the real trouble. What what, what was the first big incident that happened for you? Um, shit. As far as getting locked up or just the first crime, like crazy thing I did? Yeah, the first crazy thing you did, yeah. Um, shit, I don't even really remember. Uh, I don't even remember. I remember the first time I got locked up, but that was like some petty. Like you know what? I think about it now. The first time I got locked up was really some fucking profiling shit. It was like white cops profiling a bunch of black kids and shit. Like we didn't even do anything. We were. uh, I can't say we wasn't about to. Yeah, (laughs) they didn't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, they didn't know that. They just seen a, a group of black kids and decided they wanted to lock us up for looking pretty much, I guess to them, we were looking suspicious, you know what I mean? But um, I can't remember like the first major thing I did. That's cool. That's cool. But were you was, um, so are you still in contact with a lot of the people you were chilling with back then? Where, yeah, where I mean, are they? All, all my friends I grew up with, I'm still in contact with. I'm mean, still play game. We still game. We on the, you know, Xbox or PlayStation or shit like that. Yeah. I'm still like in contact with everybody. Okay, okay. Except the ones that's not here no more, but as far as all my friends that's still living, yeah, I'm still in contact with them. All right, okay. Well, we'll c- come back to that in a bit more depth. I just wanted to, just wanted to get into your mind state at that age. So we're, we're sort of in the early years. So, um, yeah, I think you told me, but just explain again. So the first sort of systems you played, can you remember, like, what's the first like console that, that you sort of played? Um, I think, like, the Atari 7600, 26, one of those hundreds, uh, but the Nintendo was like the first, you know, when shit started to get real. You know, was what games did you like? Like, oh, Mario, Super Mario was like the first game. Gyromite, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Excite Bite. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, those is all fire. Um, we had the um, well, my cousin had the uh, that little robot. What's the name of that robot that came with the early oh, Nintendo? That Rob one. That Rob robot. I forget the name of that robot, but yeah, they had that. So, and they used to play Gyro Might with it and shit, but it really ain't work. <laughs> okay. What? But yeah. What? What? Uh, did you? Was your Genesis kid? Was you? Did you get to play Genesis? Or that? That was. Yeah, that, yeah, that, I, that was I was everything. I didn't care what it was. Okay. I didn't. Okay. I didn't have a preference at that age. I just wanted to play video games. I didn't care if it was a Genesis, a Sega, a Turbo Graphics sixteen, a NES. I didn't care what it was. If it was a game, I'm there. When you was younger, at that age of 13, before you got into the shit, did you have a job at the time? Or was it like no job, straight, straight to like... Uh, nah, no jobs. Ain't nobody... Who, who's hiring you at 13? <laughs> what job are you doing? Paper round? Oh, paper round? Nah, nah. Yeah, paper nah. rounds over there, didn't you? Nah. I mean, we did, but I think you had to be a little bit older. Think you okay, like, okay. Yeah, I had paper round like 15, man. Yeah, yeah man, I think that's... you had to be a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, I hear, I hear, I hear. All right. Um, okay. So 
Let me think. I'm trying to think. So, Glenn, Glenn Mills. What what thoughts have you got of that when I say that when I say that name? Oh, Glenn Mills. Ah, uh, man, that was the first time I actually did like a long stretch of time. Um, I did like 15 and a half months. That was the longest I had ever been locked up. Well, Glenn Mills is more like a school, but it's you know you can't leave, <laughs> so it's it, you're locked up. But it's but you're not locked up. I'm, I, I should say because there's no locked doors, there's no fences with bob wires or anything like that. I mean, you can run from the shit if you want to. But um, Glenn Mills is just a school. It was a crazy experience. Uh, it was the first time I ever did like a long stretch of time. So, uh, you know, oh man, it was crazy. Can you remember what what, what you're there for? And this this isn't all going to be about this, by uh, the way. This I was just there. I was there for a carjacking, but actually, I actually I got locked up for carjacking, and my probation officer. This is even before I got convicted. My probation officer was like, listen, you've been like fucking up. You ain't been going to school, shit like that. So I'm going to send you to Glenn Mills. You know what I mean? And I was like, damn, I have been going to school. I'm getting better and all of this shit. And uh, he was like, nah, he wasn't trying to hear it. He was like, nah, I'm sending you to Glenn Mills. So while I was in Glenn Mills, I was still fighting the carjacking case. Right. Okay. Okay. And then they wanted to. The, the DA wanted to take me out of Glen Mills and put me in Carnwell Heights, which was like a prison for fucking, um, you know, teenagers right, or whatever like that. So the judge, thankfully the judge was like, and, and Carnwell Heights, I think the minimum that you go there for was like two years. Right. You know what I mean? Glen Mills was more like 14, 15 months, but Glen Mills was such a good, such a good placement that the judge was like, nah, I think we're going to leave him at Glen Mills because it is a good, a good school. So luckily uh, the judge was on my side. <laughs> so I, I stayed in Glen Mills, which is way different from Carnwell Heights. I mean, what do you feel about um, your perception? Because I think I remember you saying in the past, it might've been on the podcast that not like you have to impress people, but it's important if people believe your word, what, what, what you're saying, that's important to you. So mm-hmm. what, what, what do you think, what do you feel if your perception from a lot of people is, oh, hard day, I associate that with jail, with crime, jail, crime, a little bit of YouTube, because obviously you're more than that as a man, but that's how a lot of people may perceive you. What, what does that bother you? Are you okay? Do you own that? Are you like, I'm trying to move on from that kind of shit? How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, it is what it is it don't really bother me that much. I mean, at times where, you know, the only time it bothers me is when I'm not trying to give that type of energy off, yeah. but, but people know that my past. So they feel like they have to be on that type of time. Like with the fake extra tough shit and all that. It's like, yo, yeah, I'm talking that. about video games. Yeah. What is this extra shit? Like, okay. I know I've been to jail. I've been to prison and all that, but why are you feel like if like most people on here on this internet shit that know who I am, they feel like they have to, they have to put on this, you know, this tough act to like, <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. But half of the time I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not even on that type of time. Like, we are a bunch of dudes talking about video games. Why am I here trying to be tough with dudes that I know ain't even about that type of life? So, well, I'm not trying to impress nobody here on that type of time. You know what I mean? I'm just here talking about these games. You know, shit may go left. We may not agree, but that's all it is at the end of the day. Do you think that some people perceive 
like AGS, as in Hardy is the one that's in control and they all step in line and listen to him. Now, I know that's not the case because I've listened to him <laughs> and I've heard them go at you. But do you think that may be a perception some people have? And what would you say to those people? I mean, it's, it's the perception. It could be the perception. I mean, they don't have their own channels and stuff. So automatically people feel like, you know, who are they? Why are they here? They must be here because they're fans or some shit like that. But, I mean, it's my podcast at the end of the day. So I don't know what people expect. You know what I mean? I mean, I let everybody do them. I don't really try to control nobody at the end of the day. Do what you feel is, is best. You know what I mean? Yeah, how did AGS come about then? Tell me, tell me about that. I mean, I know, I know the whole you left weapon rule. We'll, we'll come to that. But with regards to the origins of AGS, did you go out looking for people? Was it friends that you knew? AGS, how did that... Yeah, um, AGS was something that really was something that the people wanted. Um, even before the weapon wheel thing, people was always telling me I need to do my own podcast. Like anytime things went left over there at Weapon Wheel, people felt like. I need to do my own podcast, like do your own podcast. And I never really felt like it. Like, I don't really, I don't feel like doing YouTube shit now. You know what I mean? And I didn't never really feel like doing my own podcast. Uh, but once, you know, people like BG was saying that I couldn't do it. And then AGS and then uh, the weapon wheel thing was over. It was like, all right, well, you know, we'll see what happens. And as far as like the members go, honestly, my first thought was I'm a pick mem. I want members that, that have a job. That was kind of my first, that was my initial thought. Like I wanted people that, um, where money wasn't like a big deal. I was thinking saying that that wasn't the main motivation for them doing it. Yeah. Okay. yeah like that wouldn't, I wanted people where money is not going to be the reason we have a problem. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So I wanted to make sure people had money before they came on that podcast. At least that was my thought process. You know what I mean? And I went with the people that I was, uh, you know, that I knew that I was cool with, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I mean? I didn't really think about nothing else. I may have, should have, I may have done, should have done things better. Like um, when I was picking the people, I should have probably thought more about who really works instead of who I'm cool with. You know what I mean? That, that's not always the best decision and shit. But um, I'm cool. I'm good. It's good. I, I've done podcasts in, like, in the past. I won't mention names because I won't be listening. And I've done it on the basis of people that I'm like a long, long, long time ago. Like, yeah. even, bo- even boxing podcasts, all right? Where it's people that I'm cool with. And I know that <laughs> some of them may not be the most, what, what, what I want with regards right. to entertainment. Right. But it's right, hard. Right, right. I think you're, even though obviously, you know, we're different, I think in that way you're similar. Like, because Cycle is the first person I was cool with on YouTube, like, what, five, six years ago. To right. me, he's like my, my my brethren. I mean, it's only online. I haven't met him. But he's still right, cool right. with me, yeah. So yeah. I think you're like that with AGS, aren't you? If you're cool with the, if you're cool with them, that's kind of more important than getting somebody popular. Or am I, am I, or am I not right? Uh, right? Well, yeah, I was, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with them. Um, but sometimes that's not always the best decision. Yeah, should get people that actually is going to work because being cool with somebody and them actually being able to pull off being on the podcast is two different things. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I chose who I chose and that's, that's it. How did you, did you feel guilty at all when you put out that tweet asking people to suggest improvements? Because I saw it, I read it 
And I could see what you was doing. You wanted to improve your podcast. But mm-hmm. a, a lot of people with it, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people, some within AGS may have took that as, well, why couldn't he have discussed that with me pri- or us privately, unless you already did? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Why is right. that out there in the public? How, how would you respond to that if people are thinking that? Um, no, I don't, I don't. I mean, I put it out there because it, it's a question. Mm. Uh, what can we do? I didn't say, what can I do? I said, we. Like, what mm. can we do to make it better? And then a lot of the responses was, well, you need to get rid of everybody. You know what I mean? So it was like, all right, well, that's not happening. So what can I do with the people that I have to get better? You know what I mean? And that's pretty much it. I mean, even, and I talk, we, we talk, we have conversations, like even with the, the main problem we have now is like people talking over each other. And that's still an issue that needs to be fixed. And it's really not being addressed as it should. But it's an issue that's out of control, and it definitely needs to be addressed. So uh, when I set this up, because this is on uh, like uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, not iTunes anymore, and Spotify, a lot of people may not know what's going on. So in your podcast, uh, AGS, uh, there's a member called Drew who you did have an issue with previously because he took offense to you asking how to improve the podcast. Podcast, mm-hmm. you resolved that. But then Drew recently was in Discord apologising to another YouTuber called uh, Broken Games, who you have a beef with. What's the yeah. situation now with Drew and you? Because I know you've done a podcast a couple of days ago. I haven't listened to that yet. Is that all resolved now? Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was never like a huge problem to begin with. Okay. Because at the end of the day, I didn't ask anybody to inherit my beef. You know what I mean? I didn't ask anybody. Drew has been wanting to get involved with the beef, and I've repeatedly told him, no. Like, fall back. I got this. Like, I don't need anybody to come through like the woo. <laughs> you dig? Yeah, go I'm good. I got this. You know what I mean? I don't need nobody involved. And he's been wanting to get involved with it. That's why when he did the whole apologizing thing, it just seemed crazy. And like, and I don't have no 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 problem with that. Like, if you want to apologize, go ahead. I never asked you to get involved. It's just weird to me that people be having like a certain type of energy uh, behind closed doors, but then when they get in front of these people, they just they switch up. Now it's you know you're you're sorry and things like that, and it's just it's just weird. It's like hold on, you just was talking crazy. Like what happened? And if you and if and if, and, and if you're not that type of person, then that's fine. But just keep that same energy. That's that's pretty much all I was saying. What's going through your mind? What's going through Hardate's mind when Drew is trying to explain himself, and in the background you're going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> oh, what? What? Tell me, tell me what's going. Because surely you might think, right? Let me listen and resolve it. But you enjoy stoking the fires a bit sometimes, don't you? Would you admit that? Nah, I mean, he just. I mean, I wasn't trying to hear it because it. Because what he said was different than what he was saying to us in the in the podcast. Um, well, the little get together we had, it wasn't yeah. really a podcast. But um, he told BG that he was sorry for if he if he ever said anything that offended him, he was sorry. He didn't just specifically say, "Hey, I'm sorry about speaking on your wife." He said anything. You know what I mean? So that means that covers everything across the spectrum, not just the whole wife thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was it's, it was kind of crazy. When you said that you're, uh, you kind of don't want to do YouTube anymore, you said that about a few minutes ago. Why not? 
Uh, oh, it's boring. Like I just do. I'm really. I mean, I get in the mood spontaneously to do YouTube, but it's uh, it's just it's just boring. It's you know, it just ain't the same like it was when I first started. Like when I first started, it was fun. It was something that you enjoy doing, but I'm just, I just don't really enjoy it that much no more. It's just a bunch of bullshit. So uh, I know I do the podcast every week, but that's only because I get paid. If I didn't get paid, I wouldn't do it. That's a shame because when you listen to you, it sounds like you're enjoying it, but I, I'm assuming the pay isn't, even though you do good numbers, I know YouTube pay is not, not, not it's, it's, it's pretty shit. Yeah. So, that's just, I'm trying to think, like, okay, you said you don't, it's boring. Don't you like expressing your personality? Um, Like I said, it's spontaneous moments. I may get into the mood to do YouTube, but for the most part, I don't, I don't really be wanting to do it. I didn't, I didn't really want to do this. <laughs> Thanks very much. Appreciate that, brother. <laughs> but being honest, I really was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I had to do this shit. But yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's just like, obviously people, pe- people want to know. And I think it's interesting. You might, you might not feel it, but there's a lot of people that would, would want to know the other side of your story, but yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So is it that you don't like putting yourself out there anymore? Or as you said, you just have to feel in the mood. And if, I, if you're not caught at the right time, then that's it. You're not bothered with YouTube. Is that, is that it in yeah, moment? that's that's pretty much wraps it up. That pretty much wraps it up. Oh, just don't, I just don't find it fun no more. That's that's actually. I don't know. For some reason, I find that a bit sad because when you when you do your videos, it's like hard eight times. People know the intro and to sort of hear behind it, you're like, I'm bored. I don't want to do it. It's like, <laughs> is it because of the issues that you've had with YouTube and how people have not treated you, but how certain loyalties have been tested. Because I know that's important to you, isn't it? It, it? Has all of that contributed a little bit? Not just one person in particular, just in general, the issues that you've gone through? Uh, nah, not really. No? Nah, not really. Uh, it's just, just YouTube itself. It's just not really much to talk about as far as, like, gaming goes. It's a bunch of console war shit. And um, that's pretty much it. As far as other people, not not necessarily. Uh. Nah, not necessarily. When the camera's off, then what's the typical day? Then what 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 kind of things you do? You work, you work. You, I know you work. You got a job. You don't have to reveal the location. But what type of thing do you do? Like during my free time? Yeah, free time and, and work. Oh, uh, you know, play games, watch movies, go out. You know, I got my girl, so we always doing something. We always doing something. What does Mrs. Harday think of all this YouTube and the beefing and all that when 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 she hears you doing it when she hears you doing the videos? I mean you said in the past sometimes she says, Why are you fucking with these people and that? What does she <laughs> think of it today at this stage with all the stuff that's been going on with you and other YouTubers? What what's Mrs. Harday think of this all? Uh she don't really give it much thought. She likes the podcast, that's about it. She likes AGS. Yeah, she likes doing the she likes the podcast shit, but that's about it. I really don't tell, talk to her about most of the shit that goes on on YouTube. So, you know what I mean? Unless she sees it when she goes on YouTube herself, because she watch a lot of videos and makeup tutorials and all that type of shit. So if she see my sub box, she might ask me what's going on. But for the most part, 
we don't really talk about this shit except the podcast. That's fascinating. It, it might not be to you, but to me, it's fascinating because, like, when I hear you, what was it you said the other day? You were saying, um, oh, my wife's not you, uh, my girl's not here. I'm showing off. I'm showing off. I'm showing off. <laughs> and it's like, that. do you get why I'm thinking, oh, he loves doing this? Do you, you understand why I would think that, don't you, when I hear you like that? And you're like, I'm showing off. But when you're like, no, yeah, I mean, uh, that's just like anytime you see me live stream or anything outside of the podcast, it's just, I guess I was in one of those moods. Okay. Like, you know, I'll do some YouTube, but that's just my personality. So it's not like I got to turn it on or off. It's just who I am. Cool. Okay. So what do you, what, what do you do for employment? You don't have to get the location, but what type of thing do you do? Like admin? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on like computer technology right now. Okay. 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 How long have you been doing that? Uh, let me see. Where were we at? 19 since about like October. Okay. 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 Um, all right. What 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 games are you enjoying right right now? What are your favorite games right right now at the moment? Like the new ones, not so much not so much Rainbow Six, but new. Where's, uh, where's your brand with game wise? Ain't nothing popping right now. Fucking hell! Yeah. Got Resident Evil Two was good, you know. Resident Evil Two was good. Uh, but other than that, ain't really nothing going on right now. I don't get it when people say that though. Like, there's, there's games there. There's not a lot. I mean, I want to play Metro Exodus, but it keeps crashing on the Windows stores. So <laughs> That's I can't good. play that. Uh, what else? What else we got? Rage. You know, gotta, wait, gotta wait on Gears. No, I got Rage. What is it? Rage Two, right? Rage Two. Yeah, yeah. What do you? Yeah, think I got. That? I didn't like it. I I deleted it. I have the game though, but I deleted it. Thought it was boring. I wasn't really enjoying it. What about um? The upcoming games like Death Stranding, Cyberpunk. Um, I'm looking forward to you know Gears Five. Want to finish that story. Uh, I don't care about Death Stranding. It looks garbage. Um, what else we got? See, the thing is, like, just going to Death Stranding. The thing is with me, it's a lot of people are excited for it, and I'm not being a hater. But when I look at it, I don't know what I'm getting excited for. Do you get what I'm saying? Now that's yeah. Kojima. But I'm, I'm I'm looking, thinking, I still don't I still don't get what's going on here. Like, I'm curious because he's got a reputation. But do, do, you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it's like you you feel like you're supposed to be excited because it's Kojima. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big Kojima fan, so it doesn't. I don't care who it is. <laughs> Just the game has to be good. Right. What about Cyberpunk? Surely you're excited for that. Nah. Oh, come on. I would have been, been if it was third person. I'm not really a big fan of the first person. Now, I I should have gone into a little bit more detail when I saw it, but I did see briefly them saying something about there's going to be an option for, uh, for third person. So, Well, I, uh, it's supposed to be like an option for it, like to make the game easier. Oh, right. I understand what you're saying. Like easy mode like... or something. It's not, yeah. We thought, everybody thought it was like third person, but nah, it's some easy mode shit. Oh, okay. I hear, I hear, I hear. Where is um? I mean, people know your name. I'm not going to go back to your government name, but where is Sean right now in life? Where are you? Where, where's your Where's your head at? How are you feeling? Uh, shit. Just living. <laughs> just living, surviving. Just living, just living, man. Yeah, just just going through it. You know what I mean? Just going through it. Just a day, day in, day in, day out, man. Just going through the motions, man. Oh, okay. Nothing really special about this shit. 
<laughs> what, life, what life, life in general, yeah? Yeah, life in general. It's just nothing special. It just is what it is. Soon as you soon as you're born, you're fucking dying. So it's like it's not nothing really special about this shit. I don't really you know what I mean? It's temporary. Wow, that's fascinating. It's just it to hear you say that in that kind of way. Are you religious? Nah. Oh, okay. What about, um, I mean, these are personal questions. Tell me to fuck off, but I've got to ask. What about future little hard dates running around? Do you and the missus discuss that? Um, You know, time and time again, but uh, I don't really care about kids. So I care to have kids. I don't know. I don't, it's just, it's a time waster or some shit. Like, I don't know. A lot of people is, uh, most people just don't seem happy to even have kids. Like I've heard you say that before, it made me laugh. And yeah, they're always trying to dump them off on somebody or some shit like that. So it's like I don't really, I don't really feel like my time being taken up with kids right now. I like being able to do me and my girl. We like being able to do what we want to do when we want to do it. Pick up and go whenever the fuck we feel like it. We ain't got to worry about babysitters and nothing like that. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pressed to have kids. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? What am uh, I bringing into anyway? You know what I mean? Like, what is this? I would, uh, I mean, as your, as, 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 as your elder brother, I would perhaps suggest that maybe if that was to happen, it's not for everybody, but if that was to happen, you may find more inspiration and uh, zest for life. I'm not saying you don't have a zest for life, but you said, we're just getting through it day by day. With someone or living, perhaps when you, if that was to happen, who knows? You might actually see a new vigor for life. I mean, if I was a, if I was maybe a multi-millionaire, I'm quite sure shit would be a lot better. But I'm not, so life is what it is. I hear you, and that money money brings happiness. (laughs) Don't let nobody tell you different. Now, happiness. See that. See that's the thing, right? I have um, a daily. African proverb. I have a daily um, a motivational proverb, like an app on my phone, which appears. I have a daily Quranic proverb, a biblical proverb. I don't follow a religion, but I still like the words, some of the words I like, because it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's general good wisdom. However, what you just said then, I can come across all preachy and, oh, Hadid, have kids. Life would be great. That's the money does make you happy. And it is the truth. I mean, it's not the, it's not the sole motivation. But it is the truth. Like it, it, it contributes to to your to your happiness. So I do I do understand what you're saying. But I guess uh, with me, I try to be like a optimist. So I think when I hear people saying like, "Oh, you know, yeah, it is what it is," I like to try and think, "Oh, you know, you just got to try and get through it." But everybody is what they is. You you know, you you, you can't change people, man. But I don't know, man. We'll see. Maybe maybe when you got the little hard dates running around, you'll be like, "Do you know what? A stupid motherfucker from the UK was right," and he'll ping me like. Yeah, man, you, you you was right. You was right. All right, let's talk about the first. Um, so the first kind of like robbery or, or the gunpoint robbery that you did was this when you faced the family. Could you talk us through that? Because that's when it all went downhill, wasn't it? From that one. Um, nah, that was that was way after. That was shit. Who knows how? Wouldn't who knows what number robbery I was on by? Right, that okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm obviously I'm just going by the uh, life behind bars. Yeah, that's just yeah, that's just what got me sent to prison. It's you know I didn't talk about the shit I got. I didn't most of the shit I got away with. I didn't talk about. I got away with most of the shit I did. Oh really? Okay, yeah. Because listen, yeah. you obviously you, you 
Yeah, I don't, no, that's only what I got caught for doing. I not I didn't really talk about shit I got away with. Yeah, because at the end of the series of po- at, the, at the end of the Life Behind Bars, you did say like, you know, this is only some of the stuff, and I'm like, fucking hell, like thirty was it thirty five or whatever episodes, something and, like that. Yeah, and and that's only some of the stuff you've done. But okay, yeah. when, when you if you don't mind me taking you back there, let, let's talk about that one because it is mentioned on the Life Behind Bars. It is up there publicly. Mm-hmm. When you think back at that now, how old are you now? You're 38, and you're 38? Yeah, 38. When you think back now to, to, to that and that put you on the road to prison, what are your thoughts, if you can remember? As far as what? Just emotions you were feeling at the time. How was I feeling at the time? Yeah, on oh. that particular incident. Oh, I didn't have no emotion. Shit, I didn't want to get caught, but I did. <laughs> I made a few mistakes that... You know, I wish I would have did things differently at that time, but uh, that's about it as far as about that time. You know what I mean? Like, I took a left when I should have took a right. So <laughs> I should have stayed in the house when I had to, but this motherfucker wanted to go back and get the gun. So it was like just a bunch of dumb decisions, man. I guess it was just time to sit me the fuck down. You feel me? Was When you first was being sentenced for that, at first you thought you was going to get 20 to 40 years. Is that correct? Explain that part. Yeah, I was looking at over a hundred years uh, if I would have got the max on all the charges. Um, but I thought I was going to get more. I thought I was going to get like seven to fourteen, maybe ten to twenty. Um, but I don't know. I had a nice judge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She ended up giving me five to ten. So um, I was in like a because when you're waiting to go to court, you're in like a holding cell and shit with other people. You know, and I was in there with one dude that was already locked up for like 35 years and shit like that. So I looked, I kind of just looked at him and was like, you know, my shit ain't that bad. It was a relief because I thought I was going to get more time. So I honestly, when I heard five to 10 years, I was really like, it was like a relief. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, man, that's it. Good. Cool. I'll be 23 when I get out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Still with a lot of life left. So that's kind of how I thought. I tried to keep it positive. Was that the holding cell where people smelled of Cheetos and boiled eggs? I mean, yeah, it was just, you know, it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> sweat box. Sweat box. You, you also said, like, every now and then you used to, uh, I think this was when you were sort of uh, in prison the first few years, you used to sort of play because somebody was playing with you, got you in a headlock and they were playing and then it went too far. But before that happened, I think you said every now and then you used to play and have fun just to hide the pain. What what was the pain? What was it? Anger, frustration, regret? What was that pain that you had? Uh, shit, being locked, being locked up, man. Just just imagine being locked up for years, or you got years in front of you that you got to do, and it's just you're locked up. You're living in a bathroom, and you got to deal with people every fucking day that you may not want to deal with. You can't do what you want, eat what you want, go where you want. You know what I mean? Everything is like a schedule. Everything is controlled. You're behind bars, no type of contact with any type of women or anything like that. It's just, it's fucked up, man. It's it's rough. I've, I've got to be honest, from my perspective, it sounds like absolute fucking hell, okay? I mean, it could, yeah, it, it is. I mean, it is fucking hell. And, and depending on who you are, it can be even more hell. Uh, but you know, they got some things to lighten the blow. You know, you get your TV, get your cable. <laughs> you know, that definitely helps. 
But yeah, I mean, shit, it is hell, man. It ain't nothing fucking fun about being in prison. And your, your fa- family members, like the contacts started dropping. They weren't writing letters and that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's horrible, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people forget. Out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? Out of sight, out of mind. People forget about you and just in there to fend for yourself. You know? Got your mom. That's about it. I mean, your mom going to be the last one standing, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. But as far as the girls you had and, and all that, they they falling off pretty much. Some of them bitches, they they fell off immediately. Like, before I even got out of the county, they were like, you know what I mean? They they done. But in, in hindsight, uh, you know, I was 18 years old. Some of these chicks was 16, 17. Yeah, they don't know how to they don't know they don't know how to stick next to no dude that got 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? They in they're in high school and shit like that. They I mean they're still young. They don't know how to ride for somebody that got 10 years in prison. They don't know what you got to what that takes. And and honestly, you can't expect nobody to do that. Like you know, when I got locked up, I expected people to like girl like I expected like girlfriends to like wait for me and shit. Like that's not realistic. You know what I mean? That's not realistic to expect somebody to especially at that age as well. It's yeah, funny especially because, at that age. Yeah. When you say at that age, like when I think of 16, 17 year old chicks I was, I was fucking with at the time, they wouldn't have even thought to be there if I was gone for a day. Do you know what I mean? That's it. They'll be on to the All next right. thing. So somebody, yeah, for somebody that's in prison and shit. I remember I was messing with this girl in school. I think I got like, I think I got suspended for like two days. I came back and she already had a new boyfriend. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was going two days. She had already moved the fuck on and shit. So it was like, I, you know, you got all these expectations as a young boy. You think, yo, y'all should be here for me and all that. But you really can't expect that, man. It's unrealistic. You know what I mean? Now, before the first incident where you approached um, Strong, the big big dude, uh, before the... (laughs) Is that, that was his name, wasn't it? The one where I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now before that, you had to be clear for a year, and then you was going to go home. Am I right? Can you remember? Is that right? Yeah, I had. Um, you know, I got a hit. So yeah. when I seen the parole board, excuse me, that, that was this was my second hit. Right. Um, I seen the parole board in two thousand four, and they gave me a hit, and then two, I got in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when two thousand five came around, they gave me another hit. And my unit manager, she told me, you know, stay out of trouble for this year. And when you come back in 2006, I'll support you to go home. And once you get the jail support, you're kind of automatically going home. You know what I mean? Once the jail supports for you to go home, it's going to happen. At least that's how it was at that time. And it starts with the unit manager. If the unit manager supports you, then most likely the rest of the jail is going to support you because they're going to take our word for it. Right. She's the one that's in contact with you the most. So if your unit manager yeah. supports you, then the jail will support you. And if the jail supports you, you're going home. You know I mean, it's almost like a 99% chance you're going home. So she wanted me to stay out of trouble, finish a couple groups I had to finish, and I was going home. But then, you know, that shit came up and was like, yo, I really shouldn't be out here fighting, but my pride and shit like that is like, you know, I got to uphold. And, and that, 
that that right there, that's the feeling which I want to try and understand and convey to people who may not have the same mindset of you, right? So you yeah. know that you've got to be clear for a year, but mm-hmm. you're still initiating a situation. Um, I can't remember what built up to that, but you, you you know that you could have turned around and you'd have been gone. Right. I um. What 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 why? I was just thinking that, but what, what, why, why is it pride? Cause why would you go? Why didn't you just turn around and say, fuck that. I, I, I could be gone. What? Oh yeah. It's, it's pride, man. Pride. It's, okay. pride. it's pride. And you know, I, I couldn't, I was doing a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like I can't be doing a lot of shit. Like I want smoke. And then once smoke come, I start coughing. It's like, nah, like, Okay. You put yourself here, man. You got to handle it. If you don't handle it, everybody going to think you some type of bitch ass nigga or something like that. And I couldn't have that. I was actually fighting 11 days before I got released. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which was insane. It's crazy. Think caught, about it, it? <laughs> yeah, if I would have got caught, I wouldn't have went home. I would have been there another year. You know what I mean? Another fucking year. So it's it's just pride, man. It's like I can't have nobody thinking I'm a bitch ass nigga or nothing like that, dog. Like it's you know what I mean? Your pride is everything. Your respect is everything. And, and I, you got to uphold that. You know? So you did six months uh, in the hole, which is like solitary confinement. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Now, you only mentioned that briefly. That's the most I did at one time. You, you only, in, in the, in the uh, series, you only mentioned that briefly. But that's a long time. What are you doing to, to stay sane in that time? I, mean, I know you said books and writing yeah, raps, but... Yeah, just reading books, you know, talking to your celly, or y'all might be fishing, passing magazines and shit back and forth. But uh, it's not that bad, man. I mean, after a couple of days, you know, you kind of just get used to it and you just kind of fall into the into the mix, man. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's the most I ever did at once, but it's not. I've been to the hole multiple times. You know, Six months, 180 days, 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, 45 days, shit like that. How did the whole YouTube thing start? Tell, tell me about that. Um, Let me see. Oh, well, I used to get on YouTube to watch like twerk videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to get on YouTube to watch twerk videos on some freak shit. But, um... So the Madden 10 demo, they had like a special at GameStop or something. If you pre-ordered Madden 10, then you got the demo like a day early or something like that, or you got the exclusive demo or something like that. So I did that, and I got the demo, and I played it, and I wanted to hear other people's opinions on the game. So I came to YouTube, and I searched, you know, like impressions or whatever like that, and... I seen like a whole bunch of videos. I didn't even know there was like a gaming sector or nothing like that. I just was like, thought I'll try and see what was going on. I had no idea that there was like a gaming community on uh, YouTube. And I seen how much slander Madden was getting. Cause at the time you could say I was like a Madden fanboy, but Madden was like all I knew. Like that's what I grew up with. And everybody I knew, everybody loved Madden. Like I never knew that there was this, hate for Madden, you know what I mean? And it's warranted, like, no, no, I didn't know, though. I was uh, ignorant to the fact. So once I seen, like, there was all this hate for Madden, I thought it was crazy. Like, y'all disrespecting Madden? Like, what the fuck is going on? So I decided, like, I have to make videos and defend Madden, you know. But uh, 
once I played 2K, I just had to keep it real. That's just who I am. So, and then I started, and then all of the, and then everything that was wrong with Madden that I didn't even know was wrong started being pointed out to me through these videos. Right. Okay. Yeah. And me just being who I am is like, oh, like, damn, this is a, this game is fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then once I played 2K5, I really was like, oh, wow. I've been missing out. You know what I mean? I, I've been missing out. So I came in in the sports community. Like I came in in the Madden community. That's how I came into the to YouTube, and then I expanded or you know moved on. How did the rock star thing happen? Uh, shit. I'm. I did a. I did a. Um. I did a review video for uh, L.A. Noir, and um, they had tweeted it out. They were like, yo, this is a good video. Yeah, it was like, this is a good video. Make sure y'all check it out. So I had like all these people hitting me up on Twitter. Then they started following me. Um, So once Max Payne 3 came out, you know, I was a big fan of it. And I talked about it a lot. I played it a lot. They just reached out to me and they were like, hey, we having a rooftop barbecue in New York, you know, Manhattan, the Soho district. They was like, you know, if you want to come. Um, it, it's, in fact, it was at the building, you know, when you start up like GTA five, it has that wall of text and it has that address. Yeah. That, that's where I was at. And they were like, you know, just want to bring you out here and, you know, had his rooftop barbecue. We're going to be live streaming. We're going to feature you on our Twitch channel and all of that. So I was like, shit, cool. So it was, it was, it was, it was a real, it was a real good experience. They to me, that's like fucking incredible. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is like the lady that was like my, uh, you know, my tour guide or whatever like that, that worked at Rockstar. She actually doesn't work there no more, but she was like, like Dan Hauser was like a big fan of mine and shit. Like, this is what she told me. She was like, that's awesome. When my videos come out, they pass them around the office. Like they email each other like, hey, he made a new video and everybody used to watch it. And Dan Hauser, or hold on, there's Dan Hauser, and who's the other guy? I knew he was going to ask me that. The, the I don't help. really know, but I, I can't remember. Sam or something? I can't remember. But anyway, the guy under Dan, or is it Dan? I can't fucking remember. I would have to go back and look at the video because I know I spoke about it, but the second in command, he was a big fan of mine. So, and um, then, uh, yeah, Sam, you're right, Sam. Yeah, Sam. So, okay, Sam, so it was, who's first, Dan or Sam? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Dan, I, I think Dan. I think Dan Hauser when I think GTA. Okay, one of them was a big fan of mine, right. Dan or Sam. Okay. One of them was a big fan. I don't know which one. This is what I was told. Okay, this is what I was told by one of the workers at Rockstar. So, yeah, so, it was fun though. It was a lot of fun. That's when I was trying to be BG. That's when I went to um, New York. Man, yeah. I, I, I it just didn't happen. Man, I had. Uh, I think I mentioned it in the past. Ubisoft flew me out, da da da, but nothing happened from it, man. I'm fucking still stuck here, brother. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what you wanted to happen? You wanted to get a job? Yeah, I just wanted to. I wanted to at first. I wanted to when they flew me out. I'm like, shit, yeah. I went to see uh, Blacklist being made. I met Jade Raymond. When this is it, I'm gonna blow up. Fuck, <laughs> no, nothing fucking happened. It didn't happen. So I was like, all oh, right, fair enough, but. But yeah, man. So that's crazy. So, so when you're at this spot, was it just like you? Was you giving press stuff? They didn't show you the game, I'm guessing. Um, we was playing Max Payne three. GTA five wasn't out yet. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I do believe they were working on Red Dead Redemption two, though. 
Okay. But of course, I didn't get to see none of that. And they just gave me, I mean, she was trying to give me like all these games, but at the time I had like a PC, so I didn't even want the games because <laughs> it was all like console games. Uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, chilling, just fun, man. Rooftop barbecue, they were cooking and shit like that while we were live streaming. That's awesome. What did you, you, didn't, you wasn't too keen on Red Dead Redemption 2, was you? No, I love Red Dead Redemption you 2. You do? Okay. Yeah. What did I, oh, do you know what? It's because I saw an AGS title where he said the controls, but that was just a discussion. That wasn't necessarily. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't have a problem with the controls. I love the game. I beat the game. I'm waiting for the PC release. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. One of my, uh, I think it's funny to say this because in the face of all the negativity, people say it and they get the side eye, but we've both been playing games for about the same amount of time. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. I think the game is, Yeah, I'm not even big on, I don't even, to be honest, I don't even like Westerns. I've never seen a Western in my life. I know Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry and (laughs) that shit, but I've never seen a Western in my life. And I think that's testament to how good the game is. Yeah, I'm not a big Western fan either. But man, those are uh, the, the sounds and cruel, cruel, must I go on? And that's like, oh man. <laughs> the final ride, did it, did, not, no spoilers, but did it, did it, did it hit you there, brother? Oh, yeah, it was good, man. The whole game was good. The ending, everything was good, man. I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of that prologue. I thought it was too goddamn long, but as far as the main story, yeah, man, it was great. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the 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 GTA rumors? I mean, I know they pretty much been squashed, but I think some of it sounds viable. Like Vice City, that makes sense because that's popular. I, I think. I I think... Sorry, go. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to them. Hmm. Why not? You're a massive Rockstar fan. I am, but I didn't pay attention to to that because it's rumors. I don't want no rumors. I want to know. The exacts. I don't. I don't really get caught up in rumors and stuff because I don't want to hype myself up on some false shit. So when it comes to like Rockstar, I just wait. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm a hype monster. I fucking love the hype shit. I fucking gobble that shit up. All right. Can Xbox? Can Microsoft win next generation? In your opinion? Um, it's a possibility. It's not out the window. I mean, we've seen how PS2 went from the top to the bottom with the PS3. I mean, it. it it rebounded, but um, did you did people would think would did you think that that could happen during the PS2? Hell no, you didn't think it, it can happen, man. It can yeah. switch real quick. Um, hopefully, they just put up a, a better fight. They just do everything right, and because um, I don't want to see Microsoft fall out. You know, you need them around. You need the competition to keep Sony on their toes. So um, they could win. It's a possibility. It's not completely out of the. You know what I mean? Out of the mix. Nobody knew. Nobody believed that we was going to come in and just smash everything like it did. You never know, man. You never know. Have you ordered your Nintendo Switch Lite with Kirby yet, bro? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Not at all. Because you was a fan of Nintendo, wasn't you? But basically, I think you said... Oh, yeah, 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 of course. You just like the adult games now, isn't it, sir? Of course. Nintendo, uh, the NES, the Super NES, and uh, 64. Okay, okay, but so it's like it's a case of basically you just grown out of Nintendo now. You're done with all that, innit? Yeah, I just pretty. They just don't. They don't do nothing for me. All right. The thing that I'm interested in when it comes to Microsoft is I think the Games Pass thing is that's an angle they've got to grab onto, right? Because exclusives to me, it seems like Sony pretty much got that locked down. I know they've got. I know uh, Microsoft have got all these studios, but the exclusive seems that seems to be Sony's angle. If they can push the Games Pass, 
Because I'm I'm a dig- I'm a physical guy. I don't even like digital. But even I'm in on Games Pass. I think that could be their angle. Do you think that's something they should focus on? Your opinion? You got you know obviously you're gaming. You know gaming. You got gaming knowledge in them. Which you, so what's the exact question? Do you feel they should focus on Games Pass as their strategy, whereas oh, okay. our PlayStation strategy? Um, no, nah, I mean they need to focus on exclusives too. They need exclusive too. They need to they need to make better games. They need to make games that's going to give people a reason to buy an Xbox. I hear. You. All right, so run, run, run some gaming shit, right? So I just need to, to just to clarify my brain. Weapon wheel in the past. Um, you have said it wasn't necessarily just BG who started it up. Now, I can't remember ever hearing BG say it was just me that started it up. He probably has, but I don't remember hearing him say that. Right. So you was all in the Skype chat and Weapon Wheel was the child of the Skype chats. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. That's where that's pretty much where Weapon Wheel started. Um, we used to hang out in these Skype calls and it used to be a lot of fun. And then... Um, BG did the podcast because we had started a podcast, me and BG, a long time ago, like 2012. Yeah. Called the Main Objective. Okay. And um, I don't really know what happened with that, but it didn't last. So he had already he had always wanted to do a podcast. We just just took a long time to get it off the ground. And um, but yeah, that's where it started. It started with the Skype calls, because that's pretty much who all is on the podcast, people that was in the Skype calls, besides Jimmy and Kid Smooth. Cool. All right. Now, take a deep breath. I've got to speak about it. I know you don't necessarily want to do the interviews and whatnot, but I've got to speak about it. So I'm going to explain to people listening, because I have to set it up. Not everybody's in the Ucrumtide community might be listening. <laughs> right. Okay. So just tell me how accurate or how wrong I am. You was in a podcast called Weapon Wheel with BG. You was a very prominent uh member of the podcast a lot of people yeah. were fans of the podcast because of your um uh, style the way you were your flair and that there was other people there but you you stood out in the podcast right i was a star <laughs> i mean that's just what it is the facts are the facts i was the most i was the mvp of the podcast everybody played the part my brother no, every no, that's like okay, just like a basketball team, right? Everybody plays their part on the Lakers, but who's the fucking who's the man? LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Everybody plays their part on the Chicago Bulls, but who was the man? Michael Jordan. You dig what I'm saying? So that's what it comes down to. I was the MVP. Everybody got their role, but I was the star. Facts. Everybody's out there doing these YouTube one-on-one interviews, but who's the man? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Right, okay, now that's a joke. I don't, I don't want all smoke, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so you feel that part of the issues which were caused between you and BG yeah. were because he was jealous of you being the star, even though BG has denied that. Am I correct? Uh, yes, he was definitely jealous and envious because of uh, because of his ego, man. BG's an arrogant person. And it's his podcast, and he felt like, uh, and and this and this comes from the evidence of him attacking anybody that would say I was their favorite, or that would say they only watch because of me or anything like that. Like he would attack you, he would curse you out, he would block you if need be for saying that. But if anybody said anything, because you had, you know, on occasion you had people say that you know Jack or Bond was their favorite, and he yeah. never said anything. 
But the minute anybody would say Hard Eight is my favorite or I'll only watch because of Hard Eight, then he would fucking have a, a fucking conniption. Like he would fucking flip out, curse you out, and block you if need be, like I said. So why would you be doing something like that if it, you know what I mean? If that, why, why does that even bother you? You know, like it's weird, man, but it, it, it bothered him. Yeah. And then there was a situation with you and Kid Smooth. You said some things about his family members. You guys eventually resolved it. You and Kid Smooth made it up. You spoke yeah. to Kid Smooth's wife. You all resolved it. And yeah. then without you knowing, there was a vote to get you off the podcast. Am I right? Yeah, they had a secret uh, chat that I wasn't a part of. So I didn't even know a whole voting thing was going on. I didn't know nothing about a voting until the results were in and, and BG said what he said. See, that's what, like, I, I will I will be honest, right? Like, I've, I've, already, I've already interviewed BG, so I don't have to pretend to be nice to get him on. I've interviewed him. But I, 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 I will be honest, right? The fact that there's, a, if, if there, I mean, you're saying it, if there was a secret chat, that annoys me. I'll explain why. Because I've got a friend, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite petty. I've got a friend at work who says, oh, yeah, you're my boy, you're my boy. I, I don't like when people say that because I'm old. I don't, I don't want to get tight with people because people, like you've said in the past, people let you down. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we're cool, we're cool, man. Mm-hmm. It's quite petty, but I went to um, I went around a friend's house. We had a smoke, we had a drink, and that. And uh, he he got a bit funny about it. It's a little bit weird, like a girl. And I'm like, oh, fuck that shit. And then when I was there, that friend told me, oh, he he's already come around plenty of times. Like they, but everybody at the works arranged this thing without you knowing. I said to them, are you coming? But they said you right. were working the shift. And right. even though I'm 40 years old, <laughs> deep down, I'm like. Fuck you. Why the fuck is there some secret chats going on? I'm quite petty like that. So yeah. I can understand if that would have annoyed you because why was there, why would there have been a secret chat in the first place? I'm guessing yeah, I mean, we, we already had a group chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why was another one created? And I, another, so whoever, I'm not even sure who created this chat, right? But whoever created the chat, you had to individually invite everybody to that chat and I was left out. So, you know what's that? What's that about? And that was going on before all that, all of that shit. Because you all down. started at the same time, Weapon Mode, didn't you? You was there from the start. Yeah, I was there from the, yeah, from the very, very start. I was there from the inception. So, like, if you'd come along at the last minute and there's an original chat, you can understand that. But if you, was, if I was at the start of something, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this chat," I'm like. What the fuck? Like, if I only found out it was a WhatsApp group. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Don't but say you. So I can understand from that perspective. I can understand that. Do I mean, you, I was there before there was even a chat. Period. So do, do you feel though that that chat may have been created because of perceived issues and beefs that were starting sometimes on the podcast, and you was often the center of them from the viewer's I mean, perspective? I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing. I'm guessing I was. I mean, I gu- I'm guessing it was. Yeah, that's why it was it was made. I'm not sure who made it, but yeah, I'm guessing that's what it was made for. Okay, so the vote happens. Yeah, you leave, right? And uh, things don't get any better between you and BG. Uh, you eventually go create AGS, not solely, but spurred on because she was told that you couldn't do it. Yeah, and um, the situation we're at now, I thought, right, let me uh, come along like Piers Morgan. Ah. Let me sort this out. That was actually the reason why I started this. I would have loved to have seen it. It didn't happen. Um, I spoke interview BG. Uh, I think he said no. He, he he wouldn't be interested in talking resolving it way back then. 
And I'm like, right, well, that, well, that didn't fucking happen, did it? Just and that, that was just as a fan. I wanted to see it back as a fan. I don't even, you know, the funny thing about this whole thing is I don't even know his problem because he keeps saying he doesn't have one. Mm. You know what I mean? He keeps stating I don't have a problem. So what? It's like I don't have a problem. All right. So what is the problem? You know what I mean? Like I don't. This whole thing is because of BG having a problem, but he keeps saying he don't have a problem. Obviously, you do, right? Look at it like this. You got Next Gen 720 that was running around saying that BG was gay. He had a fucking secret male lover, and the lover used to ask him to lay him on his stomach. You know, all that fly shit. You know, right? Yeah, I know that, yeah. He was even able to talk to somebody that was doing something like that, right? And we know BG had a major problem with Zaire because of those rumors major problem but yet somebody he claims he does not have a problem with he doesn't want to talk to but the person that we know you had a major problem with you was all it was all good to talk to him i don't really get that it makes no sense i don't know what the hell bg problem is you know what i mean me and bg never had no fucking major problem to where we would be like we can't even talk to each other you know what i mean if me and Kid Smooth can work out our problems and get to where we at now, how come that can't happen with somebody that claims they don't have a problem? It makes no sense. Now, I, I, I must admit, when I was sitting listening to one of your live uh, live streams, I was playing. Uh, I was actually playing Metro, the first Metro, because I want to play them before I get to Exodus. And I'm sitting playing, and then BG's girl, uh, BG's ex girlfriend pops up. I'm like. What the you know the you know the goofy eyes? What the fuck? So she pops up and yeah. she she confirms that all those rumors were not true with regards to different men or BGs being with and all this kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that that's that it now. Everybody's agreed on that because she's confirmed it. Well, and she, she seemed like a stand-up person. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but Zaire just uh Zaire Ashley was just going back and forth with her on Twitter. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, and um He's he's still sticking by that it did happen. Okay, but she's actually saying it didn't. So she's in my mind, he's saying it did. In, in my mind, that was that. Like, I mean, even back then, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit odd to me. But so, okay, <laughs> that I, I, I mean, it's just my opinion. It's not. It's not about me. It's about yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think from that part's done. So that part's done. The situation with regards to the homosexual part, that's that's done with, in my opinion. The situation where we're at now is, um, it's got bad because I'll be honest here. You, you, you like honesty. I was listening to a podcast. I, I can't remember when it was. Mm-hmm. And you was talking and you said something like, oh, BG's now with a uh, with a refrigerator. Hold up, hold up. I shouldn't have said that. And I'll be honest with you. I know you appreciate honesty. I thought at the time, oh, man. <laughs> why, why, why did that? That's going to cause some shit. And off the right. back of that, BG took it further, too far. But off the back of that, BG took it further, referencing your sister, who was, I don't, I don't want to bring it back up, who was murdered. Am I right? Yeah, right. That Okay, I understand BG. I've had trouble, but that's, to me, that's, that's too far. So now... No, what, makes it, what makes it worse is because when, when that took place and you said, oh, that's going to get something started, actually nothing became of that. Right. Nothing became of that. You know what I mean? It wasn't until like a month, month and a half later to all of a sudden he wanted to make that into an issue. So it was, pretty- it was already done and forgotten and over with. You know what I mean? 
And he waited until like a month, month and a half to make it an issue. So that's now, in my opinion, where we're in a different... I mean, I'm, it's not even about me resolving it. I failed with the fucking first podcast, so forget that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we're at this difficult position where certain people in the community, like me, I, 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 I'd love to see it resolved just because... It's just it starts to get awkward after a while because I've had yeah. my, I've had my I had a boxing channel of over ten thousand subs. I had my family attacked, trolls messaging my family off the back of the boxing. I shut the channel down. I didn't right. make no one even. I didn't even make a big. I didn't do a video on it. The channel's gone. Like I can't deal with that. Family to me is just too far. Come at me. Are oh, you fat British faggot? Tea drinking. You know, excuse the <laughs> f word, but I'm just being honest. These are what people have said to me. I know it's an offensive word to some people, but that's what people things said to me. So now we're in a difficult situation where because you said that fridge refrigerator comment, he's gone even worse and you can't come back from that. I've got to admit what BG said, you can't come back from that. And we're in a difficult cycle. Now, when you spoke to Lisa, his ex, mm-hmm. she said that she would try to initiate you to talking. I don't know if you said you w- was up for it or not. You kind of just left it to see how it is. I'll be right. Is that where we're at right now? Because I haven't listened to the last AGS podcast. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm up for the truth coming out because he's keep, you keep throwing out this false narrative of like all of these secret problems and shit like that. And me and him had no problems. So I'm trying to understand where all his energy is coming from. We still haven't figured that out. Like, why is he so, so mad? I guess you can say. Because obviously he has a problem, right? He has a problem, but he keeps saying he doesn't. So what is the fucking problem? Like, won't you just say what the problem was? I don't have a problem with heartache. Obviously you do. You know what I mean? Obviously you do. And like I said, when the whole thing happened with Weapon Will, it didn't. Even, the problem me and Smooth had had nothing to do with Weapon Will. Yes. Nothing at all. You know, so it's it's like how did Weapon Will even how did he even become involved? How did BG even become involved? And then and then and then you gotta look at it even further. How did Smooth get the fucking the power to even demand some shit? Like I'm the motherfucker that that everybody wants here, not Smooth. So how did he even get the power to even demand a fucking a vote or some shit like that? Like he pretty much was like oh if hard eight's here i'm quitting our you know i'm I'm not i'm not coming back well all right well that's your problem <laughs> you know what i mean like that's your problem the, the 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 only thing where i would say where i would possibly question when you say bg uh was jealous is because if i had a podcast i've got i mean i tried to be uh the the, the mature member of the crumb side community but I'm, right. I'm petty as fuck i just don't show it yeah. if i had a podcast and Somebody was on it and they were taking the shine. So I like to be the loud, funny British guy. Somebody was taking the shine. At first, I'd be like, hold on, this is my shit. So what the fuck are you doing? This is, you know, (laughs) know your place. People don't know that about me, but I would be because I'm quite petty. But the reason I questioned that it was jealousy, if I saw that that was bringing people in, which is good for me, good for my brand, good for my podcast, then I I, I kind of think, do you know what? I don't really mind it. Like, for example, I'm not going to lie. I've got, I mean, I want to know your story as a fan. You on so people come to my podcast, hopefully you subscribe, listen to the story. So exactly. I'm thinking it's good. I'm not thinking I'm jealous. What's the hard eight son? He's a bigger YouTuber than me. So that's why I think BG might not, it might not have been jealousy. Am I making sense? Because if it's doing good for him, why would he 
want you gone. Does that make sense? No, nah, it's 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 uh. That makes sense, though. No, nah, I hear what you're saying. That's if you care. It's it's it depends on what's more important to you. Right. Is it the podcast or is it your fucking ego? Mm-mm. You know what I mean? What's yeah. what's more important? Is it you know because if if the podcast is more important, I think in the BG mind he believed that, and again this is the arrogance and this is the ego. In his mind, he felt like, all right, if Hard Eight is not here, then we'll still be fine, right? And which and which they are to a certain extent. I mean, the most important part to me is that Patreon, and that's fucking dead. So, but as far as everything else, it kind of stayed the same, which is also still strange in itself. You know what I mean? Then this is why that whole botten shit is like, it's like a real a real thing because. You don't you you don't lose the f- the favorite and then the views stay exactly the same like that's complete bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just bullshit in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Like I, I've heard you mention in the past recently. I don't know I'm, I'm, if I'm right now, but somebody said in the comments sections of one of your live streams maybe a couple of weeks ago, "Oh, roast Jimmy." And I think you said, "I don't really have an issue with Jimmy. I'm not focused on that." Is that where you are right now? So, Jimmy, you, you and Jimmy are just on a level at the moment. Is that yeah, right? I don't, I don't, I don't have really no issue with Jimmy. It's just that the whole thing with Jimmy was just about the lying part, like right. like who voted who, who did what, who said what. And that's it. As far as like a real personal issue with Jimmy, I don't have no issue with uh with Jimmy. Cool. So you'd have him on AGS. What? I, what would he? What? No, because what is he going to bring to AGS? Like he's a he's dead weight. He's dead. Like listen, just because I feel like Jimmy brings nothing to the table doesn't mean I have to have a problem with him. He brings absolutely nothing to the table. I mean, the whole time, even when I was there, I felt like Jimmy was getting free money because he actually is, brings nothing to the table, like nothing. See, this is what I think people get sometimes get, get confused with you, my brother, because like you, you, when you say, I don't have a problem with Jimmy and I thought, Oh, that's good. And then you say, why would I have him on my podcast? He's dead weight. He brings nothing to the table. I mean, listen, that's, I know you're being that- honest. Yeah, but that's not that, that's not me having a problem. I'm talking about as far as a podcast go. Right, okay, he brings nothing to the table, so it makes no sense to have him on. I've just seen people complaining about him barely talking like a week or two ago, and I'm like, that's funny because when I was on, and nobody complained when I was on the podcast, I'd be quiet for two minutes, and everybody is having a fucking conniption. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I used to say, too, because a couple of podcasts where I wasn't really talking, they wanted to dock, deduct some of the Patreon. I remember those. I remember And those. I'm like, well, this motherfucker barely talks. He goes plenty episodes where he barely says anything. And nobody, you know, it's not a big deal because nobody cares. If I stop talking for two minutes, the chat, I light the fuck up. Is Hard Eight still here? Why isn't Hard Eight talking? Jimmy can go the whole podcast not saying a word and nobody won't give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody won't care. So he just got free money. He brings nothing to the podcast at all. You got to, und- and, and that's why I had questioned before, why was he even there? Why did BG bring him in to begin with? And he's known for Biden. He's been caught red handed, factual, you know what I mean? For Biden. And it's like, why was he even like, why did BG even want him on a podcast? Because he brings nothing to the table. 
It's not like DG went to his channel and was like, oh, damn, this guy's pretty entertaining. Let me bring him on my podcast. It's like, no, it was none of that. This dude just came out of nowhere and shit. Now we know what he does behind the scenes. So, <laughs> you know, shit starting to look strange. You dig? Is it a nice feeling for you when you, and be on, well, I don't need to say be honest. I say that to a lot of people with you. I don't think I need to. I've never had anybody say to me, don't really want to be here, but I'm going to do it. Thanks. Cheers. To just what I need for my promotion. Cheers, mate. So um, be honest. I'll say it anyway. Do you kind of enjoy it when people are like, Cardate, why isn't Hard speaking? Hard my favourite, da-da-da. Because you do see that a lot in the comments. Do you like that? As far as when I was on Weapon Wheel? Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, sorry. When you on Weapon Wheel, did you enjoy that? Nah, yeah? I mean, it is what it... No, not really. Um, no, no. It wasn't. I didn't do that for enjoyment. It's just that, you know, it, it was getting a little strange towards the end, man. I just wasn't really feeling... I didn't really feel like being in the podcast with a bunch of fake motherfuckers, man. That's just kind of what it came down to. Okay, understand. You yeah, like that? Sorry, go, yeah. carry on. No, nah, but yeah, I just didn't want to be in a pod. Like, there was, like, there's moods, you know what I mean? It's like feelings and shit. At times, I just didn't feel it. Like, this shit is a bunch of fake motherfuckers that I'm hanging around. I'm not I'm not the guy that be laughing and joking with a bunch of people that, that are not, that I feel are not cool and shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to be around people that where once I get up from the table, I become the fucking conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I understand, yeah. Secret chats and shit like that. I'm like, man, I don't really want to be around these dudes no more. But I was there for the money, so that's why I was there. You like Black Bond, don't you? You've I've heard you you said you no, when I say like, you respect that he I respect Black Bond, yeah. I respect that I, I respect his honesty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh and that's all you could do. I respect that he's up front with how he feels. And I, I, I can respect that. With so much fraud, with so many frauds on 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 YouTube or on the internet, period, I can respect somebody that's honest. Okay. You and I mean? uh, okay, and the desire resolution. Uh that yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna like make too much of a big deal of it, although I did. I done a video and I pasted you two brothers at the back of the Million Man March. It was a beautiful moment for the crumb side, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Desire resolution. How did that come about? And that does show people that you are you you can be because a lot of people think, oh hard it's stubborn, he's not gonna you can sit down and work it out with some of your worst enemies. How did that come about? Um I think Ravish did some shit behind the scenes. Okay. That I didn't really know about. And um, Zaire just reached out to me and was like, yo, uh, join my chat or something like that. But I was like out. I was out busy. I couldn't join and shit. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do a, 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 a hangout tomorrow and we'll, you know, chop it up and, you know, see if we can find a resolution. When you I don't talk- need like, okay, real quick. I don't need to keep the bullshit going. Like, if people are willing to come to the table and and hash it out, I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm fine with that. I don't need to keep things going. It's not that not that big of a deal. So there is a potential that in the future, you and BG could sit down, even after what you said and what you said. You could sit. Uh, could yeah, sit I mean, shit, yeah. We got, we got some shit that we need to clear up. See, there you go. Like, people would think, who's more stubborn and hard-headed? Hard eight or little wingy gaming? I'm stubborn, fucker. <laughs> Somebody said something about... 
<laughs> I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, so there you go. Okay, okay, that's that's pretty much it. So like, who, who are your closest sort of friends on YouTube? Is it the AGS lot? Um, my closest friends on YouTube, man. I, I I'm really cool with uh, Demon Ralph. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a good Shout dude. Out to Rough, man. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. he's a good guy, man. Uh, Melon Matt is cool. He's a good guy. You know, a few other people y'all might don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful with that friendship, man. You know, because these motherfuckers be uh, they be having different, they be having ulterior ulterior motives. So you gotta be you gotta just relax, man. <laughs> Shit that went left too many fucking times. Yeah. Running around with these friends, shit, man. You got to be careful. Shit then really went left around here. Yeah, I understand. All right. Okay, so just to wrap it up then, we just want to talk about the final moments, the glory. We'll go back. The final moments, the glory. So after seven years in prison, you're out for the... And I mean, you go back in, but you're out. Can you talk to me about that first feeling after seven years? Explain to a human being how who's never been in prison how that feels. Uh, <laughs> shit. And it was uh, it was a crazy feeling because when you in there, you feel like you're never getting out. Like that's how it feels. It feels mm-hmm. like you're going to be in there for life or some shit like that. Then you you hope you don't fucking die in there and shit like that. Like it's fucked up way to like die in prison. You know what I mean? So um, man, that feeling, man. That first day I got out, you know, when they took when you know we left the prison, they took you to the bus stop. We went to the gas station. It was like a, you know, a mini mart type gas station. And I just remember just standing there, just taking a deep breath, inhaling all of the scents of candy and gum and shit like that. And I, I hadn't had gum in years. So I bought a pack of gum. I bought like some bunch of candy and Snicker bars. Man, it just was like, oh, man, it was a crazy feeling, dog. It was like unreal, man. It was un- unreal. Unreal. And then you walked out of the halfway house and then eventually after three years, went back in again for a year. Is that right? Right. Yeah. I had left the ha- I had ran. I went on a run because uh, I just was stupid. <laughs> I was just fed up with the halfway house. It was dumb, though. I went on a run. I was on a run for three years. And then they uh, they kicked down my door and they came and got me, man. The SWAT team and uh, the U.S. Marshals and shit. I was playing uh, Gears 2 at the time. That's just funny. <laughs> That's random, man. To sit and play. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting there playing Gears Two and shit in my draws and shit. You know what I mean? And fucking just randomly, just I'm just playing Gears Two, like chilling and shit. Next thing you know, my fucking door get kicked in and shit. And I got a fucking AR-15 pointed at my face. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And originally, I thought maybe they hear from my brother and shit. Like, you know what I mean? But then they were like, "Yup, oh, this is him." I was like, ah, fuck. I was like, damn it. I mean, it was kind of like a bittersweet thing because I was contemplating turning myself in anyway. Yeah. Right? Because at the time, I was like kind of like done with the streets. I wasn't selling crack no more. I was just on some chilling shit. Right? And I wanted to get things in order. But I'm like, yo, in in order for me to get things in order, I got to go back to prison and I got to go back to prison. Like, there's no other way around it. I got to go back. So I was kind of like trying to build up enough coverage 
to turn myself in. Right, and, I, got you, yeah. I guess that's what's weighing on your mind, isn't it? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now I'm not in the streets no more. Now it's like I'm getting older. I'm trying to fall back. Like, you know, I'm, I got a different mind frame. I want to get my life together and, you know, get a job and all that shit. But I'm like, I can't do none of that until I get this prison shit together. And the only way to do that is to go back. I have to go back. There was no other option. I already went on a run. I have to go back. So I was like, man, trying to build up the courage to turn myself in. But it's hard to, you know, leave your house to go turn yourself in to be sent back to prison. So when they came and got me, it was like a relief. So, like, it was bittersweet. Like, fuck, I'm locked up. But then it was like, you know what? Cool, man. Down, I can get this shit over and done with, and I can move on with, with life. Was you worried about when you went back in, you doing some stupid shit to extend your sentence even further because of the nah, pride? Nah, I mean, I got tested twice when I went back in, man. It was real, real hard, man, but I just had to stay focused. Um, but no, nah, I know if I just, you know, if I just stayed to myself, mind my business, you know, I'd be good. But even the two times where I almost got caught up, excuse me, and some bullshit. I wasn't, I was, I was minding my business. You know, I was just on some chill shit, but it's like people find ways to test you in some way and in, 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 in some way, somehow. So I had to swallow my pride both times, man. It was just like, I had to think about it. Like, do I care? Do I care to impress any of these dudes or do I want to go home? What's more important. And at that point in time, going home was more important. I, I wasn't even in that mind frame of prison no more. You know what I mean? So it was like, I got to go home. Like, y'all motherfuckers are going to be here. I'm out. I got a little uh, nine-month hit. I got to do this nine I ended up doing 11 and a half, but I'm, I got to do these nine months, and I'm out. Y'all motherfuckers still going to be here. So it's like, you got to think about that shit. You know? So it was hard, though. It was so hard to swallow my pride. Jesus, that shit was hard. <laughs> What would you like people to take from this interview? Or do you care? Uh, nah, not really. I mean, shit, what they don't know by this time. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? However they feel now, they ain't going to feel no different after this. You dig? Uh, so, yeah, just take me as being an entertaining person, and that's what I'm here for. And uh, for those who aren't in the crumb side or the on YouTube, how can they get hold of you? What's your social medias and uh, AGS and all of that? Uh, my YouTube channel is The Real Hard Eight Times. And social media, you got me on Twitter. That's Sean Will 10, S E A N W I L 10. So, yeah, that's about it, man. Check out AGS Podcast every Sunday at 4 p.m. EST. And there you go. Interviews done. It wasn't that bad speaking to the. Wing, the legend that is the wingy game, and it was all right, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Where you? Cool. Um, what time is it? Where you at now? It's uh, what time is it now? It's coming up to nine p.m. Man. Oh, okay. Coming not up to nine p.m. Hard eight. Thank you for giving me your time. I appreciate it. And uh, yep. respect, bro. We'll catch up again soon, man. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you, mate. Peace. Thank you to Hard Eight Times for being so open, frank, and honest. Been listening to Hard Eight Times for years as most of us have. And um, I'm very pleased to get him on. And I know it meant a lot to you guys to get Hard Eight on. Those of you who haven't heard of Hard Eight, go check out his stuff. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. He's got a long history of stuff, videos, commentaries on YouTube. Go and check it out. 
Uh, and with that, that is a season finale. So I guess that means that's all I've got planned for now. But we'll have a little chill, maybe for a month or so, maybe a bit less, I don't know. And then we'll roll straight back into it again. If you're subscribed on Apple's, Apple Podcasts, it's not iTunes anymore, is it? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all your usual podcast services, nothing you need to worry about. Your new, uh, The new podcast, when I do it, will pop up in your services as per usual. Please go and give us a like, rate us five stars. If you want to contribute, if you want to help out, because it does cost. Um, go to paypal.me forward slash Daniel Wingy. Outside of that, if you don't wish to do that, totally respect that. I got you, fam. I got you. Please spread the word. And that doesn't cost anything. Say, look, have you got a podcast service on your app? Of course you have, you st- stupid. And then tell them about the Wingy Gaming Podcast. They'll go and listen. That spreads the word. Would help massive me. Ma- <laughs> I can't even get the words out of the emotion of this interview. Again, shout out to Hard Eight for coming on. Shout out to you guys for repping the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed season one. And uh, go back and listen to some of the guests that we've had on. (sighs) Right, I guess uh, all that really needs to be said is... um... So go back and check out the past guests that we've had on. Broken Games HD, Cycle Gamer, Microbox of X... Ravishing Slick from the AGS podcast, Game of Lives Matter, very controversial as well. Silver Sky 545, Pro PlayStation, Hardcore PlayStation, Dracord News, the infamous scary trolls of YouTube. And it's turned out to be okay, but a lot of people have issues with them. Hey, I'm just interviewing. Shout out to Dracord, XCloud, Tim Got Tim Dog, Infamous, uh, Xbox YouTuber, Zaya, Next Gen 720. Xbox YouTuber who turned PlayStation. He's also got a similar life story to Hard Eight, uh, a life of crime, not a complete life of crime. I'm not saying his life was just crime, but a, a, an interesting story. Have a listen. And of course, special, special shout out to the lovely Gab Mew, Gabby, who was the first female lady of the Wingy Gaming Podcast. And we now have Hard Eight Times, which you've just listened to. So go and check all those guys out. They are all available up on the Apple Podcasts. Apple Music and whatever we bloody calling it these days and of course your podcast services Spotify the whole list will be up there I know it'll be up there and it's all up on SoundCloud I know it's up there because I bloody pay every month to keep make sure it's up there so you can go back and listen to it so please rate us five stars as I said spread the word and I'll see you for season two mm-hmm. might even be interviewing you listening you never know have you checked your inbox see you on the flizzip <laughs>